basically vision boards are like a visual depiction of what you want to manifest or what is buried into your subconscious. You're listening to Honest Combos with Karen and Marsha, a podcast about the lifelong journey to become your best self, live your best life and do your best work. We discuss going from a limited mindset to a growth mindset, self-love, confidence, happiness, goal smashing, and much more. And now, and now on, on to, to the episode. episode. Welcome back to Honest Combos with Karen and Marsha. And this episode, which is the second in our Optical October series, um, we're going to be talking about continuing the conversation we started in the last episode, where we talked about like why you need to have a vision for your life, your relationships, your business. So if you haven't listened to episode 17, definitely pop back and, and listen to that. Um, you don't have to listen to it before this one, but just, you know, there was a lot of good nuggets in there. So we don't want you to miss that. We had a comment on our Instagram. We're on Instagram at, at Honest Combos 8. And we had Kristen say, I listened tonight. So good. I'm visualizing booking my next client. I'm visualizing my podcast launch. Oh, and a tropical vacation. So I love that she shared that with us. I love that. I love her dreams. It's so cool. I love that people are talking to us on social media. That's awesome. Yeah. And those are like tropical vacation, like give it to me. Yeah. Now. <laughs> oh my goodness. I know. It's been so long since I felt the sand in my toes. It's just like, yeah. Next year, next year. <laughs> next year. But in this episode, we're going to talk about taking the vision that you have and making it a reality. So uh, we're going to get a little woo, possibly, but we're going to talk about like manifesting and what does that really mean? Some people, when they hear manifesting, they're like, oh, please, that just sounds like some fairy dust type stuff. <laughs> so we're going to make it practical and doable and like the tools that you can use to manifest and bring your vision into reality. I'm really excited about this episode because I created my first vision board. I think it was back in, it had to have been like 2011 or 12. I remember my kids were like pint size and I actually had like a different group of friends that I ran with back then because I was like a booze hound and, you know, smoking cigarettes and like doing all the stuff. And I don't even remember how I heard about it or what. We sat around and we made vision boards and I just really love the process of doing it. We made it a social event, you know, we were chatting and cutting and pasting and it was super fun. And then of course I shared it with my family and my dad was like, yeah, they do that in like seventh grade. And I was like, okay, here we go. Thanks dad. Thanks dad. (laughs) But anyway, It actually became like a major part of my life, making these little collages and I would do it in my journals and Karen gifted me with the full focus planner and I did it on the inside of that. And I just love having something that I can look at. I'm telling you these vision boards too, like you look at ones from the past, they're so enlightening. I love them. I love them. And Karen, you do one every year around the New Year's, right? You have like your girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Every year since I think the first year we did it was 2014. 
And so, yeah, every year since then in January, the last Saturday in January, we have a vision board party. You know, we do our vision boards and it's always a lot of fun because we do like, we all dream out loud and it's very supportive and, you know, no one laughs at, you know, how out there it might be, but (laughs) like whatever your dreams are, if you like, if you have like a yacht on yours and you're like, I'm going to own a yacht. I mean, it might not be that year. It just gives you that inspiration and motivation to work towards that. Like, what do I need to do so that that is my future? So that is a reality. I love vision boarding. I love having vision boards. I keep it where I can look at it every day. It's a reminder. It's just like you look at it and you think, okay, who do I need to be? What do I need to do to have that? You know what I mean? And I mean, you do want to write your goals down, you know, and have very practical action steps. And we're going to talk about that in later episodes. But the dreaming part and attaching yourself to the vision of it is the most powerful motivator to actually making it happen. So a vision board kind of makes that more tangible. It takes what's in your head and puts it into a visual form so that you can like literally stare at it and be like, that's going to be my life. I want you guys to really hear what Karen said about when she does this with her friends and nobody like makes fun of each other or says like, oh, you know, that's a lofty goal or LOL or anything like that. Like you want to, when you're doing the dreaming and the visioning and all of that, make sure you're sharing that stuff with people who are at the capacity to not you know, be a jerk. Yeah. (laughs) So today at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we are going to have a convos continued on our Facebook page. And Karen and I are going to be doing a show and tell. And I didn't actually put the years of when I was doing these vision boards, but I literally have like one poster board that has like the best type of getaway is a solo getaway and then I launched her hideaways and so it's Mm -hmm. like when you look back at this stuff it's like oh my god yes that is almost like a freaky moment right it's like so meta because you do you look back and you're like oh because when you're in the moment of making things happen you kind of forget how long you've wanted that thing you know so then when you achieve it and you have it and then you get to look back and be like oh like i was thinking about this for much longer than i even really consciously knew i was thinking about this it is kind of cool to look back and be like oh <laughs> thanks past karen past Marcia. Right. Yeah. <laughs> past us was so intuitive like who knew yeah <laughs> Yeah, so I'm excited to actually share some of my vision boards with you. And that's another thing, too. I said, you know, only share it with people who are at the capacity. But, like, Karen and I have been doing this for so long. Like, we can do it without being attached to, like, if somebody was like, way to go, second grader, I'd be like, cool, (laughs) dude. You know, so so there's not, like, you can share stuff once you get to that point where it's not, like, a vulnerable share basically vision boards are like a visual depiction of what you want to manifest or what is buried into your subconscious. Karen and I were talking to our buddy Kim today and her business has been popping lately. And we were saying like, you may not control how it happens, the how or the why or the when, but it's like, you just have to have that vision And then it comes to you. The reality is you don't control any of that. You don't control how it comes, how it happens. You don't control when. Really what you want to do is you have that vision. You hold that vision. Who am I if I already have that? Who am I 
if this is the life I'm living right now. And so you bring that future you into now. So it's like a reverse. Like sometimes, like when I'm working with clients, especially, you know, they are waiting. They're waiting to have something or to achieve something before they'll be the person that has that thing, before they do the things that that person would do that has that. But it's really the, the opposite. You want to start acting now like the person that has that. And then you become the person that has that. <laughs> you achieve that thing. So it, that's really all manifestation is. It's like, what do I do? How do I act if I'm the person that already has that? And then you start doing that now. And then you, I mean, the inevitable result is that you will get whatever that thing is. You will manifest it. So it's not magic, really. <laughs> It's not like, you know, it just really is you starting to be the person that you need to be to, to make that vision a reality and then being open to how that reality becomes a fact. You can't decide, you know, like if you're a coach and you have a coaching business and you want to make a certain amount per month you don't want to be fixated on how you're going to make that money or, you know, it doesn't have to be a coach, any kind of business owner. <clears throat> you don't want to be fixated on how you're going to make the money as much as what you have to do to make that money. So maybe it's like every day you're getting up and you're working on your business and you're doing, you know, you're showing up on social media or showing up in your community if you do in-person stuff or when, when you can and all that. And so it's like, what do you do? And then being open to how it actually comes to you. So maybe you were thinking I'm going to have one-on-one -on -one clients, but it ends up that some, you know, a corporate uh, reaches out to you and wants you to do a workshop and then you make the money you were thinking that you would have made through one-on-one -on -one, and now you're making it through doing corporate workshops you know it's like just being open to all the opportunities that come your way and staying focused on the vision but and enjoying the process but not being fixated on how or when it happens the fixation thing is important like stay fixed on the vision but not on how you get there and i love that you brought that up so we recorded last week's vision episode and it was about my dream home i have not bought it yet a week was not enough time but, but <laughs> i did have ryan and the boys go with me on sunday because i wanted to show ryan the feel of the house and the street and everything and so it was funny because when you do have grand visions, the self-defeating thoughts, the inner critic, all of that stuff gets stirred in your soul and you're going to start questioning your ability. You're going to question everything. The kids got in trouble, so they lost screens and Ryan took them to a baseball lesson and he came back and he's like, you know, can we negotiate with the boys, which we do pretty often, you know, we let them earn time back, like if they've learned their lesson, which they did not that day, and they ended up losing <laughs> screens for three days, but that's another episode. But he was like, what can we do? And I was like, well, let's go walk to the dream house. Ryan's like, all right, let's do this. And I'm like, what? Like, I didn't expect him to be like into it because they just come back from a baseball lesson. He's been working his face off because of the, his whole work situation. Mm -hmm. So I was just like prepared to be shot down and he's like, all right, let's go. And I'm like, what? And then it was Sunday. So I was crusty. You know, I hadn't <laughs> showered. 
you know, <laughs> real Sunday, life, right? you know, Sunday, yeah. yeah, crusty Sunday, you know, hashtag crusty Sunday. I was brushing my teeth because it's always good to do that before you leave the house. So I was brushing my teeth and I thought I heard the mean voice and it was like somebody that owns a house like that does not go on walks without taking a shower first. You don't portray the type of person who can afford and live in a home like that. And I was like, that's mean, Marsha. I was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> Good angel in my head was like, no. You know what? Someone that lives in a house of that stature, you know what they do? They take action. They do what mm -hmm. they want to do and they make things happen. And that is exactly what I thought. I was like, I'm brushing my teeth. I'll put a baseball cap on. I'm going to put my socks and my sneakers on. And I had to have that reframe and recognize in real time what was happening, that I was trying to self-sabotage and be like, you're a loser and you'll never be able to live in a house like this. I was like, no, we're freaking going. Like I'm seizing the day. You know, I still don't know how it's going to happen. And we talked about this too, Karen, about being open to the vision, not being exactly what you you're gripping onto because now I know I want a single family home. It may not be this house because it's super customized. And, you know, like Ryan said, he's like, they've put a lot of money into this. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. and, but it's like, now I'm open to like, if one of my many realtor friends is like, dude, I found this house. It's perfect for you. Or like, you know, like, or if I'm just scrolling on the Facebooks and I see like a house pop up, it's like, I'm more, receptive to it now so right yeah. and you'll notice it more which we talked about in the last episode like that's now a part of your awareness so when you see those listings you might have ignored it before now it'll be like hmm let me let me see what that's about so and that's something that you were you weren't doing before you had this vision that you were holding for this this home i love that and it, it is that is the time when the inner critic shows up and has a lot to say, you know, when you start creating that vision and holding that vision and you start stepping into who you need to be to be the person that would have, you know, have what you're holding the vision for and doing the things that that person would do. It is the time when you're going to hear negative thoughts in your head. You, who am I to do this? The imposter syndrome, all of that crap <laughs> starts showing up. It doesn't show up when you're watching Netflix and eating the potato chips and chilling on the couch. And like, right. that's not the time that the inner critic, the inner critic has nothing to say about that. Okay. No, that's, no. that's its home base. It's chilling. Okay. Right. <laughs> so it's not until you start stretching, growing and stepping forward into something that you honestly don't quite feel ready for yet because you don't have the thing. So it, I mean, that's what, that's why it comes up. It's like, wait, I don't, you know, I'm not really, I'm not the $10 million coach, you know? So who am I to act like one? No, who are you not to? Who, why, what are you waiting for? Nobody's going to show up and give you like a permission slip and be like, okay, now you can start acting like it. No, you just got to step forward into it. That's a huge part of our self-love reboot course because you literally cannot grow and achieve and become without doing that inner work to get past the limiting beliefs, the blocks, to silence the inner critic, to act as if, 
to move forward in spite of. It's so much to it that starts to come up. So I do encourage you if you are feeling that kind of stretch and you're like, eh, you know, that inner like, oh, who am I type thoughts and inner critic is popping up. That is the time to like really dig in and do that self-work. So don't skip that step. That's a crucial part of manifesting and bringing your vision into reality and actually having what you want at the end of the day. The Honest Convos with Karen and Marsha podcast is sponsored by Self Love Reboot. Ready to revive your relationship with yourself? Learn more, register, and get started today. Go to selfloverebootcom And don't forget to use code HONESTCONVOS to get your exclusive podcast listener rate. Because that's how you see like people who win the lottery, right? And they have like this huge windfall and you're like, they should be set for life. And then three years later, they're like broke and miserable. And you're like, how is that even possible? It's because they didn't do that inner work. They weren't ready. So you want to start with that now so that when your windfall comes, however it comes, whatever form it takes, and that vision starts to be a reality, you actually have done the inner work to be able to sustain that and grow from there and not take steps back and not end up the broke, miserable, (laughs) former lottery winner. Yeah, Yeah. because like if I had not done like the decades worth of work on myself, when that thought popped into my head, I would have thought like, yeah, why am I even doing this? Why am I wasting my time? But worst case scenario, if nothing ever happens of it, like I live a very good life. Like I love my life. I'm just trying to grow into another position. Even if that vision doesn't become a reality, like I now know when I'm trying to sabotage myself, hurt myself, you know? Right. And that, like when you hear that voice, it's it's a very hurtful thing. And it's something that like, I would never say that to Karen. I would never be like, Karen, why are you even, like when you were looking for your dream home, like I wasn't like, Karen, like, should you really be in that neighborhood? You know, (laughs) but like that might've been going on in her head, but it's like, we need to take care of ourselves, how we take care of others, you know? So like, just because you wouldn't speak to other people the way we speak to ourselves, which is sad. Like we should love ourselves first and give ourselves that same love that we give to everyone else. So, yeah. We did our family walk and the husband and I talked about baseball because that is our life right now. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, you know, like, so even if nothing does come of it, we still had a nice Sunday day of dreaming. I love that. And I'm not knocking TV watching. You know, I don't want you to think I'm like hating on Netflix and couch time because that is my Sunday. No lie. Because, you know, you got to have your downtime. But it's just being, you know, knowing that, that can't be the all the time, you know, it, it does take work. And that's the point. It's like manifesting, mani- manifesting your vision takes work. It's not something you just dream, make a couple of vision boards and then sit around and be like, okay, where's it at? Like, <laughs> so you do have to put in work. And like something I heard recently that just kind of struck me was, you know, Lamborghini doesn't do TV ads because their target audience doesn't watch TV. And I was like, oh, (laughs) wow. So it's just like, you know, that person that is driving in a Lamborghini, like 
they probably don't even take Sunday to Netflix and chill, which is unfortunate for them because I feel like you do at least need one day. But I mean, they're on their yacht, Karen. Exactly. That's what I'm saying, right? Yeah. <laughs> like the TVs on yachts. No, it's gonna. I know, but it's harder. like just thinking of who do you want to be at the end of the day, and you get to decide. There's no right or wrong. There's no oh, you're a loser because you have a job and you building someone else's dream instead of yours. I don't believe in all that shameful like crap. I don't think any of that is accurate. Like you get to make your life the way you want it to be. And so that's the whole point of this is like, what do you want your life to be? And what are you going to do? And who are you going to be to make that a reality? Yeah. And be grateful for where you are currently, because think about 10 years ago, like would that person envision where you're at now, you know? Right. For me, I haven't been able to give the time and attention to growing my businesses because being with the kids and at home, like that was my top priority. But now that they're getting older, it's like I can start to work, like diligently work towards the visions that are on my vision board. I have the capacity to do it, but like I didn't prevent myself from dreaming back then because that's being a victim to your circumstances. Like I knew it was like, I need to be doing right now what I need to be doing. And that was being like the really, really bad homemaker (laughs) when it comes to like cooking and cleaning, but like, you know, emotionally being there for the kids and everything. Now I have like so many years of just creating those vision boards that like I can go back and look at and just like start process to get there. Yeah, that is awesome. Yeah, so come and check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash honest combos today at 4 p.m. Eastern. We're going to be showing our vision boards and just kind of talking more about how to create a vision board, why, you know, we kind of said why, but maybe expanding on why, how it's useful and all that kind of stuff. So you can join us live and ask questions, or if you miss it live, don't worry. We'll have the replay right there on Facebook. We'll also add it to our IGTV and YouTube. We're excited to show you our vision boards and uh, see what you, what your vision board is like. Like we want to hear from you. Tell us, do you vision board? Is it like an annual thing? Do you have them in journals like Marsha and I do? Or do you just do a poster board? Like we want to hear from you. We want to hear all about your vision boards too. Yeah. So upload a picture and tag us in it and then we'll share it on our Instagram. But we would love to see and honor your vision boards. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a five-star review and subscribe on your favorite podcast player. For show notes and ways to connect with us, go to www.honestconvospodcast.com. 